The following is brought to you by Thrive, the end-to-end client experience platform that helps you get the job, manage the job, and get credit. Welcome to Winning on Main Street. My name is Gordon Henry. Thanks for joining us. The American economy is driven by small business, local business people who want to work for themselves and build something successful. This podcast aims to highlight those entrepreneurs, find out what makes them tick, and understand the challenges they face and what enables them to be successful. Today, we're speaking with Randy Artman, who runs Affordable Cabinet Refinishing out of Scottsdale, Arizona, covering the full uh, Phoenix area. And uh, today we're going to talk to Randy about his business, Affordable Cabinet Refinishing, and some of the technology he uses to run his business. So first of all, hello, Randy. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about Affordable Cabinet Refinishing and what you do there. Um, Well, thank you uh, for uh, speaking with me today. Affordable Cabinet Refinishing specializes in repainting existing cabinets. In today's market, uh, homeowners are looking for single solid colors in their kitchen, and unfortunately, we have thousands of homes in the valley that have the old 1990s, even 1980s, uh, builder-grade oak cabinets and stain cabinets. And in today's world, everybody's looking for that that single solid color, which uh, creates a beautiful uh, finish, the whites, the grays, the espressos, and uh, that's what we do. We do about five houses a week, and we do not only the kitchens, but the uh, vanities, laundry rooms, linen cabinets, stair railings, and uh, provide a uh, fine furniture finish and use products exclusively for cabinetry uh, in those homes. So uh, how long has uh, the company been in business, uh, Affordable Cabinet? Well, Affordable Cabinet was actually uh, started uh, in 2011. Uh, however, I actually acquired it from the original founder and actually took over Affordable Cabinet Refinishing on uh, December 3rd of 2018, uh, having previously owned a cabinet uh, manufacturing, custom manufacturing and installation company. You've been running the business for less than a year, I guess. Uh, that's correct. However, uh, I have purchased developed, and sold many businesses over the last 20 years. Uh, And I typically own multiple businesses. In fact, today uh, I own two businesses and I'm helping my son develop a a third business called Phoenix Flame Art. And over the years, I look for existing businesses. And what I do is I typically double the business in the first year and I'm on pace to double affordable cabinet refinishing the first year. But uh, one of the significant steps that I always look at in existing businesses is that oftentimes individual owners that start up a business, uh, they were in the business, they may have been a painter, they could have been a cabinet maker, um, they could have been in a trade and they they try to get into their own business and they reach limits. And I have found over the years that uh, the best thing I do when I go in is put in an infrastructure for growth. And I think that's the biggest limiting factor that uh, new business owners 
uh, or existing business owners have is how do you put together uh, and grow a business uh, from a small environment? And it amounts to infrastructure. And technology has a lot to do with setting up the infrastructure for growth. And so when I implement new infrastructure, that facilitates the growth, allows for rapid expansion, and uh, creates a successful scenario. And I have done this actually many different times um, and have been very successful at it. You know, for example, uh, I had actually a low-tech driving school that we started off with two cars and three driving instructors. And we had these uh, big calendar, literally a big giant calendar for car one and a big calendar for car two. And we would literally write on the calendar. And I took this over from an existing owner who had started it. But um, we ultimately grew to about 18 vehicles and about 35 instructors. And if you can imagine in terms of changing your infrastructure to facilitate growth, could you imagine having 18 giant calendars on the wall trying to schedule your different cars? Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So uh, you have to have technology and change your systems along the way. Um, in affordable cabinet refinishing, uh, while, the, while the gentleman had done a good job of creating crews and implementing you know, a system to have success at the homeowner level. Uh, I don't know. He must have been a, a text wizard, but um, he had this long string of uh, text messages. Um, and then he would take and try to get them a uh, written contract piece of paper. And then he would want them to sign it and take a picture of it and send it back. I'm not, I never did quite figure out how he filed those things. Um, but it would, and then after, and he was a habit about, uh, which I can understand, you get all these uh, people that contact you via text, and I still use the text message for customers to come in, but ultimately when he would finish with the customer, uh, he would delete them. And... I would ask him, I said, you don't have like all these customers you've done over the years, you don't have any back data? And he said, no. And I said, well, you know, you want to milk your existing customers. And I said, you know, periodically you go out, you can go out to your customer base and solicit business, you know, touch base with them. How you doing? Uh, you might offer a uh, referral uh, fee, you know, if you refer me somebody, I'll give you a, you know, Starbucks uh, card, gift card, a lot of ways to generate business from existing customers, but he had no system to actually keep track of those things. Um, the other thing that I found was that while the customers would send in their pictures to get a quote on their cabinets, because they just simply take a few pictures send them in, we look at it, figure up the number of doors and drawers, and then can calculate the uh, quote. But those pictures um, would be important pictures that the crews would like to see. 
And, uh, you know, he didn't have any way to do, do that. So, you know, as it turns out, as I said, I try to look for uh, infrastructure and technology to facilitate growth. Uh, and in my research, uh, I came across the Thrive product. And as I investigated the uh, Thrive product, um, the more I looked into it, the more excited I got, actually. Um, is there are a lot of systems out there that uh, do invoicing, and, and I'll talk a little bit how I've used the Thrive system, but I think the biggest uh, advantage that Thrive brought to the table for me is that I found individual uh, systems that would take care of, you know, doing the estimate or sending the invoice out. Uh, and then you then would look at another company to uh, handle some marketing campaigns or follow-up or drip marketing. And then you would still look at yet another company to deal with uh, listings management, you know, all these review sites. And, uh, and in fact, the gentleman I bought the company from uh, he had had a uh, one company that he had a bad review on, and he didn't really respond to it. And uh, I had said, and his name was Chris, and I said, Chris, I said, you know, I said, I understand that these, all these review sites and Yelp and Google and all these things um, are sometimes can be difficult to deal with or understand, but in today's world, you have to deal with it. I said, you can't ignore social media. You can't ignore review sites. And I said, you know, you're not taking any actions. And ultimately, that is hurting affordable cabinet refinishing. So uh, at any rate, um, so I found companies that could approach and handle these various areas. But when I discovered Thrive, uh, the biggest factor uh, and me moving forward Thrive is that, hey, here's a company that took the elements from multiple companies and delivered it in one neat packaged system where I only have to deal with one company, one system, and literally manage my company from A to Z. Uh, whether it be a marketing campaign or touching base with existing clients to dealing with the estimates. Uh, and boy, one of the nicest things is, you know, when I send an estimate versus what Chris used to do, uh, you know, I've gotten comments uh, about from clients about, you know, how professional I look. And that is a significant factor uh, with Thrive is, you know, when you can, I, and I always get my quotes out the same day. I tell you, if, hey, if you could uh, text me a few photos of your kitchen from a little distance and a few different angles and text them to this phone number, you know, my regular office phone, that I will get you a quote today. And uh, when they get the quote, uh, not only do I have information on the uh, the estimate, as to what we do and some terms and things, but I also then automatically send an additional document that is already stored within the system and forward it, uh, and it's all about what do we do, and also mentions to be sure to look at our gallery link at the uh, bottom of the uh, document.
So um, that just gives you some idea of what um, thrive means to me is that I can estimate in a day, they accept the estimate, I get a formal approval. The nice thing in my business also is that um, I use the estimate feature because they have to approve a color and I do in-home consultations for color consultations which uh, they can actually schedule with me uh, right on their client portal and get an appointment set up for me to come in to do the in-home color consultation. After we do the color consultation, you know, they select the color and a sheen level. And, uh, and in fact, uh, my, one of my leads just yesterday was talking to me and getting clarification because I have a note system and normally I have to get them several colors and in the notes section, which is really kind of seen by my lead uh, guys and myself uh, versus a, what I put out is a color estimate which is a zero price estimate that says this is for color approval only and you have selected alabaster for all of your kitchen cabinets and you have selected gauntlet gray for your bathrooms. And they can simply click on the approve button and I now have an official approval. So uh, he was just asking yesterday, my lead is, hey, is he supposed to go by the notes or the estimate, and I explained to him, I said, hey, the notes are, I said, no, you got to look at the estimate. And we pulled up the estimate from the client he was at, and I said, see this? I said, here's the color estimate. And see where she approved it? It's marked approved. And here's the color on the cabinets, and here's the color on the kitchens. I said, this is what you always go by. This is what the customer approved. I said, there may be some notes, and I may not have remembered to update them, but I usually put down I, in the notes the, the three different colors that they are four different colors that I got to get them samples of. But then when they select, I send them the color confirmation. And now when we do those colors, if they have a problem with it, um, I can say, wait a minute, excuse me, here is your approval. Uh, in fact, they can go right to their client portal and see the colors that they actually approved. But uh, I've been doing a lot of talking. You, you may have some questions for me. Uh, what questions might you have? Uh, that was awesome. No, thank you so much for that explanation. I think that was a really um, super articulate and informed uh, way to explain to us uh, your approach to uh, finding and, I guess, acquiring or investing in these businesses and your system for improving them. So thank you so much for that uh, explanation. I did wanna just ask you, uh, you mentioned the Thrive piece as in terms of the technology used to improve the business. Are there any other key elements of uh, infrastructure, use the word infrastructure, that you try to improve? Are there, are there other key things you look for in the business that you try to improve in order to enhance it? Um. In terms of a business, um, and I come from, uh, and I did spend a number of years in uh, corporate uh, before I got in my own small businesses and uh, participated in continuous quality improvement and um, a process, and that is everything in a business is a process, and if you're wanting to go from A to Z, and when you get to Z, you're expecting Z. And if you're following a process and you're not getting a predictable outcome, then 
that's the problem. You have to go back and determine what steps are you taking in that process. And you sometimes have to add a step or delete a step or so that when you follow this process, you should always get a predictable outcome. And I find that um, a lot of business development is really getting that predictable outcome. And whether it be, um, you know, a checklist that is needed to go through, um, right now we're dealing with uh, some things in terms of touch-ups that uh, I'm not particularly happy with, that we're having to go back and do some touch-ups that we're not getting. And part of that is the process. The lead was going through and looking for things. And I said, because I asked him, I said, well, what's your process? Well, you know, what do you, what, what do you do? How do you go about, you know, figuring out whether there's things that need to be touched up or if you missed something? And he says, well, I go and, you know, just kind of one vent for the other and just take a look. I said, and that's it? I said, you do that? He said, yeah. And I said, okay, but you know, you've kind of been working in the project and you may have looked at something five times and not seen it. I mean, I, that happens all the time. I said part of the quality control check is you need another set of eyes, okay, in your process. And you need to have someone else on your crew doing the same thing. Start at the opposite end and go in one direction and you start and go in the opposite direction and cross paths. And when somebody else looks at something, they might see something right off that you looked at three or four times and never even noticed. And I said, and so that's an example of, you know, you have to have a quality control process in terms of what are we doing at the end of the job site and, you know, doing things to come out and get more of a predictable outcome. So um, there's always something in the business that people don't get the result they're looking for. And if you go back and figure out the steps that are being taken, you can then kind of determine, well, what do I need to change? What do I add or what do I take out? Maybe sometimes there's too many things that are causing confusion. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Uh, Randy, you've, you've spoken a lot about um, your sort of system for making a business better uh, and how you improve the processes and the infrastructure. Um, what do you do on the front end to acquire clients? Um, how, what's your formula for identifying good prospects and bringing them in, uh, you know, kind of on the front end um, to, to, to become customers and then, of course, later to become repeat customers? What's, what's, what's that strategy? Well, in this business, uh, it actually is um, fairly simple in that we, use, we do use Craigslist. Um, where we put ads in on a regular weekly basis or maybe sometimes twice a week. Um, and it comes down to having a well-written professional ad. We do include uh, 24 photos, which is the limit, but these are all photos from existing kitchens, and we do show before and after shots as well as, uh, you know, some great-looking kitchens after. Um, but in this business, I also have a, a lead service called Thumbtack, um, which is different than somebody like an Angie's List. 
uh, Thumbtack, you actually pay for a specific lead. A customer is looking for someone to paint their cabinets and they put in information in the system and then um, you know you get an opportunity to uh, accept that lead and then follow up with the client and then you'll get all the information on the client uh, and also uh, they can review uh, just had an update yesterday with a recent client from Thumbtack that had hired me and they will also do reviews on Thumbtack's site so uh, there's things you can do on that system to better position yourself through um, good quality work, getting the, the high recommendations from your clients. And then uh, recently I also have uh, gone in, into what's called uh, the home mag, and probably most cities have them. Uh, it's a magazine that goes out monthly. Uh, with all kinds of various home improvement things, whether you want a new closet or maybe new cabinets or landscaping, uh, and on and on. Any any possible home improvement that you might want. Uh, there's companies in here with nice full-color ads, um, you know, either a full-page or half-page ads that uh, actually this particular magazine goes out to 200,000 homes every month. But... Um, you know, that's how we generate, obviously, uh, when we do a good job for our client, uh, they do talk to their friends. And, you know, there's nothing better than having that personal reference. You know, if a good friend of you, yours, and, you know, you find out you're, you're trying to get your cabinets painted, nothing better than some one of your friends saying, oh, I use this company and these guys were fantastic. So... But you also that helps with having technology to follow up with those clients and make sure they're happy and uh, so that you can get those uh, personal referrals. Absolutely. But um, in this business, that's how I, I do it in this particular business. We don't have a ton of time left. Um, this has been great, but I do have one more question I wanted to ask you. It sounds like you have bought and I assume sold uh, some businesses. You didn't say sell, but you did say buy, I think. Um, tell me about that. Do you regularly buy and sell businesses? And uh, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs with businesses who they may be interested in uh, selling. Um, what's your process for buying and selling a business? Um, yes, I have bought many businesses and I have developed them and then ultimately sold uh, many businesses. I've had businesses as short as three years. I had uh, a driving school for 17 years. Um, in terms of buying businesses, you know, there is a site kind of like the MLS for businesses. It's called um, Biz Buy Sell, um, and that will help you find in your area businesses. But I look for businesses that have a marketplace that I feel is a reliable ongoing marketplace. Um, you know, for example, the school, there's always every year there was a new crop of 16 year olds wanting to learn how to drive. Uh, in this business, you know, the uh, Phoenix is growing to about 4 million people and the number of homes out there. Um, there's pretty much an endless supply of homes to continue to uh, work on. But I try to um, find a business that the, that the owner has established 
at least a you know quality reputation. Um, usually, they are businesses that, um, again, like this guy uh, had, had done painting and he kind of developed his business, but um, they're kind of sitting there ripe for the picking is what I, I feel, um, that they are a good solid business. They've got some market differentiation on their products or services. And they're looking for that infrastructure and tools to grow. Um, and then when I sell businesses, um, all the things that I put in place uh, actually enhance the value of the business. Um, I can assure you that affordable cabinet refinishing with the technology I've implemented and the systems I've implemented, when a potential buyer comes and looks at this, it makes it much simpler for a buyer to understand and see and know that they can walk in here and control the business, that they don't have to be a super expert uh, when they have the right systems supporting them, uh, they can be successful. Um, and I, I don't know if that specifically answered your question, but uh, I do like to have something that I can see that I can differentiate myself from others in the marketplace got it no that's that's a fantastic answer and and uh we have seen that ourselves too that um uh, as we look at businesses that have implemented systems such as thrive uh the businesses become much more attractive because uh they're more predictable they're better run as you said they have infrastructure and so forth so uh, it's great to hear you confirming that idea um uh, that you've seen that and believe that in your own uh, uh you know, independent uh, buying and selling of businesses. Uh, well, this has been a terrific uh, half hour or so. I, I really appreciate your time and uh, uh, wish you a lot of luck. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure you will do fantastically well with this business. You've done it in other places. So um, thanks for your time. And um, again, best of luck. This has been Gordon Henry. Uh, Winning on Main Street is the name of our podcast. And we've been speaking with Randy Hartman of Affordable Cabinet Refinishing. Refin in Scottsdale, Arizona. Thanks again, Randy, and have a great day. Thank you. And uh, tune in next episode for insights with other great entrepreneurs. And I want to thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed this program, please subscribe to our podcast. We're available now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Pandora, pretty much everywhere podcasts are played and recommend it to a friend or fellow entrepreneur. And for now, this is Gordon Henry signing off.